Hello, listener. This episode was recorded before Anthony Bourdain died. So if Lori and I and our guests sound happier than you would expect, it's because we were. But there was too much funny in this episode not to share it with you. So please enjoy episode 10 with Doug Quint from Big Gay Ice Cream. What about now? Are we recording now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, congrats. We're here. We're right. back. Yep. And so are you, listeners. It makes us so we're happy. Plural is so such a presumption. happy. Mm-hmm. Listener. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, Space Boy, mm-hmm. welcome back. Do you want to know what AJ Space Boy did? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Okay. So, AJ... Likes his podcast. That that's what I've come to find his out. His podcast that he does. No, his podcast that he listens to. Which is this one? Oh, he listens to this one for okay. sure. This is not for the one sure. he likes, though. Well, he likes this one. He uh-huh. also likes Retail Nightmares. Oh, that sounds yeah. very promising. Please tell me more. Retail Nightmares is a podcast from some very very funny people. Someone that I'm going to call a Twitter friend mm-hmm. of mine okay. and Instagram. Okay. As well, Alicia okay. Tobin, and she's fantastic. She's just so funny and smart. And then Jessica, her her podcasting partner, they're they're really so funny, and they always talk about retail nightmares. And they just mm. they they have they have worked or work in retail. Okay. And so that's that's what it's about. I highly recommend everybody listen to it and subscribe. Hmm. The nightmares are customers, they, mm-hmm. they are, and also work situations, mm-hmm. products, yeah, all of it. Yeah. Have you had a retail nightmare? Uh, I had a retail nightmare job for a little while. What did you do? I was a cashier at a sporting goods store, Herman's World of Sporting Goods. Was it a nightmare? I don't know. The biggest nightmare that I can recall is this uh, foreign exchange student from my high school. It was a a summer job mainly, Mm -hmm. but this foreign exchange student came in, had a big crush on him. He was from Finland. uh, Was he tall? Oh, yeah. Sure. And he tried to get me to give him like some serious... Uh, unauthorized what? discounts. Oh, oh, oh! I thought it was going somewhere else. It, okay, just later discounts, it went someplace like, else. Yeah, okay, but for, in the retail uh, arena, he tried to get me to give him like an eighty percent discount on oh, some no, sort no, of no. brand new fancy tennis this racket. This isn't socialism. Yeah, and I was like, I, I, I'm gonna lose my job. Um, and he was sort of a dick about it. But I think later, even maybe like that same day, we made out in somebody's car. So it was all good. That's fine. Yeah. It was yeah. a negotiation. Yeah. <laughs> so was it a nightmare? Not really. Okay. Um, All right. The whole. Not where you wanted to be. It was not where Long I wanted term. to be. Yeah. Uh, at the end of that summer, I think I got grounded and then suddenly couldn't work there anymore. Great. <laughs> yeah. Congrats. Uh, I, I thank you for asking. Yes, I have had a retail <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> I'm self-absorbed. Uh, I worked in a grocery store grocery store Mm -hmm. and worked in the deli bakery Mm -hmm. and i was responsible for ordering the cheese oh yeah they let me just pick out all kinds of cheese how old were you i was 14 damn yeah did you know what you were doing no but but they knew that i liked food and that i was Uh really into the cheeses so they were like well we you know normally we have colby jack colby (laughs) or monterey jack or a mild cheddar Mm -hmm. and i said what if we had a Jarlsberg? 
And so we got this giant wheel of Girlsburg, oh, yeah. and very few people yeah. bought it. But we had a lot of people come in from Chicago. This is northern Indiana. Okay. A lot of people from Chicago who liked the Girlsburg. So we sold it. Did you have to market it? Was this... Was this- it was a promotion. Sure, let's okay. promote that Jarlsberg. Yeah. Let's have a special on it. Let's drop the price a little bit. Let's let's cut it up into wedges. Let's do a taste it. test scene. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. I would also make the ham salad. And I think the ham salad is probably where the nightmare came in. Okay. If oh, other good thing. I I waited on uh the saxophone player from the E Street band. <laughs> <laughs> Which, Clarence Clemens? Sure. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, he was dating a hairdresser okay. uh, from our town. Dating, okay. mm, you know. Any port in a storm. Being with. Sure. Being with at that moment. Great. Uh, but he came through and I gave him macaroni and cheese. Was he nice? Very. And also, rest in peace, Clarence Clemens. Yeah, that's right. He's and deceased. Uh, you know, the hairstylist had cut my hair before, so I knew oh, wow. her. And then she said, oh, this is Clarence. And I was like, oh. Hey, I didn't listen to Bruce Springsteen, so I wasn't sure. like, oh my God. But even that one like, Christmas okay. song where he like name checks Clarence Clemens? Yeah. yeah. But again, yeah. no. No. If it wasn't Christian evangelical God contemporary damn music. damn you. <laughs> it was, was it Sandy Patty? Was it Amy Grant? Oh. Was it Out of the Gray? Was it Margaret Becker? Was it <laughs> Michael W. Smith, sort of. Never really into him. I don't. You know? If you weren't these people, were you the newsboys? Were you jars of clay? I don't were you any of these speak, people? I don't understand what you're talking. I mean, I do I understand know, what you're right. talking about. I just happen to you have no point of reference. It. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was it was a, it was in my world, but we did in my home. We were strictly like top forty and oldies radio. We, we did, did not yeah. GAF about Jesus outside of the walls of the church. You didn't give a fuck about Jesus. That <laughs> is gorgeous. Yeah, <laughs> gorgeous. I'd like to see that on a church sign. We, <laughs> Give a fuck about Jesus. That church I go to. Manifest it. That church. I will attend. I will mm-hmm. be a member. I'd mm-hmm. like to be baptized. I've been baptized several times. <laughs> really? Yeah. I need a new sprinkling. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to do a full immersion. I've done that once. That's enough. So the ham salad. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> the ham salad. So ready. You know when you're getting bologna and maybe you don't. Sure. I Let's do. Say, I do. Oh, okay. I do. <laughs> okay. And you're not getting the pre-cut. Mm-hmm. You're going to the deli because yeah, you want that. Now it wasn't Boar's Head. It was probably an Eckrich, which is fine. Okay, we're not sh- we're not brand shaming. Okay, God bless your boiled ham. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. boiled ham compressed into a log or a loaf and then cut up. We do an olive loaf. We do. They didn't have sure. macaroni and cheese loaf, but you get the idea. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're olives in there, macaroni mm-hmm. and cheese. Slice it thin. Mm-hmm. Great. Would we do a turkey breast? Of course we would. Mm. You could have smoked. You could have unsmoked. Okay. Not Not a chicken breast. Okay. Any other questions about the deli meats we had? Turkey roll. Did you have that? Because that shit is... Yeah, we absolutely would have a turkey roll. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you like it? No, I do not. Why? I feel like it... You buy a pound of it. You go go to Uh the grocery store with your two kids, Uh and you buy a pound of it for the week for lunch sandwiches. By Thursday... Say you're shopping on Sunday after church or during church. I understand. I understand. I'm By with you. Thursday, that turkey roll, yeah. it's got a green sheen. Yeah, it's funky as shit. It smells so fucking yeah. bad. Yeah, but yeah, you're not yeah. throwing it away because you know what that shit is you like? You paid for it. Five forty nine a pound. Absolutely. It is terrible. Yeah. So here's how we would make ham salad. You get to the end of the bologna. You get to the end of the turkey roll. There's an mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. There's an end. There's a butt. There's a piece. There's a chunk. 
you've got a salami. Couldn't be hard salami, but a softer salami. Sure. sure. It would go into the bucket <gasps> underneath the counter and the refrigeration. It was fully refrigerated. Mm-hmm. Put a little plastic on it so it didn't dry out. Okay. And then all of that would go to the meat department to be put into the meat grinder. Fuck you. It would come back so cold. So cold. The coldest you can imagine. In a giant tub. And we would add. And then I'd go shopping. And it was just, wasn't just me. But you sure. you get a big tub of mayo mm-hmm. off the shelf. Mm. You get several jars of relish. Mm-hmm. And you would get a strawberry gelatin. Shut the fuck up. And you would dump it all in. And then... Just imagine 14-year-old me just putting my hands in there, mixing it all together. Your fingers are freezing. You're in pain. It hurts. Gloves. That's a no. That is a hard no. Your answer. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I honestly don't know. Okay. It's so long. Yeah. Let's say gloves. I got to believe. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benefit of the doubt. Probably. Maybe gloves. Mm. (laughs) potentially gloves you lose a glove in there and it's like an extra layer no one of would structure know. no one would know more and then gelatin you just have to mix it all up because there can be no streaks of mayo or relish especially the gelatin cannot have yeah. any streaks and people would say what is in this and i would say my family loved it and i would be like i bet it's delicious it's pretty good it's, <laughs> it's pretty good <laughs> gotta be honest put that on a trisket you're happy i mean i think ritz is a better choice there i'd take a townhouse cracker but I think Ritz is best. I won't fuck with the Ritz, but that's But do you know what I mean? Choice. The butter, buttery Sure. Layer. See, I feel like there's so much already, so much ambient fat in with the mayonnaise mm-hmm. and the, you know, mm-hmm. deli meat fat that yeah. I don't want a buttery wrist, Ritz. You want to uh, cut Ritz. it? I want, a, I want a burlap ass Trisket. <laughs> like a little knife in your mouth. So AJ. Mm-hmm. Yes. Calls in. Mm-hmm. To Retail Nightmares. Mm-hmm. The podcast. Podcast. Mm-hmm. They had done 150 episodes. Okay. And to celebrate, they have a beautiful, beautiful theme song. Mm-hmm. And AJ played the didgeridoo drunk. What? D- dr- not drunk. Inebriated. Sure. He had been drinking. Yeah. He had a social lubricant. By his own admission, mm-hmm. he had been drinking and he played his didgeridoo. Now, <laughs> couple, couple things. <laughs> couple things mm. listeners check the show notes here uh and we'll tell you exactly when to go listen to retail nightmares and the link to the episode please subscribe to their podcast it it's so good uh it's also super canadian oh yeah so i don't i'm not even sure what that means and that's it but when you listen yeah it's like yes this mm-hmm. is canadian <laughs> <laughs> I can't it wait. It tastes Canadian. I can't wait. Okay. It tastes Canadian. Okay. Uh, then AJ, you get to hear his voice and you uh-huh. get to hear his didgeridoo. I have so many questions. Go. Um, how many years was AJ on the road with the Grateful Dead? Mm-hmm. Five. Okay. Um, what? How will he redeem himself from, because I know he's very smart. Yeah great person with the great job and mm-hmm. is generous with the chicken and all that yeah and that he is <laughs> wait, 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 keep the thought uh, just generous with the chicken isn't a metaphor <laughs> it is now <laughs> language AJ. is an evolving <laughs> organism what, does, what do you think generous with the chicken is a metaphor like a euphemism um 
I'm I'm not going to I think he, fall down in two, your disgusting two gutter. Two options. You go. He keeps a uh, live chicken in his pants or in a bag that he carries with him. I'm going to go bag. And, and, okay, bag. And he hands it out. What if it's a little, little baby chicken? Uh, it's just that he bought your family chicken. Yeah, he bought and my family chicken dinner. Not nothing. Oh, no, I can assure so, you it was not. I know that he is a good guy. Mm-hmm. And yet that he is an adult of a certain age who maintains ownership of a didgeridoo. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time with it. And it, a lot of it is self-loathing because I feel like I was, you know, all... Because you played the didgeridoo I did for not years. play the didgeridoo, but I was like immersed in a dumb culture uh-huh. <laughs> that in which the didgeridoo was prized among other... <laughs> there were a couple of so items it was that bar- were prized. it was borrowed from other cultures. Oh, yeah. Right. But right. Sure. So it's not Without dumb. Without a con- lick of awareness. Absolutely. In, <laughs> in context, a beautiful instrument. Yes. Yes. In, in the In the parking hands. lot of, you know, Buffalo Bills Stadium <laughs> in 1990... <laughs> With just a looser, just a looser time in America. <laughs> just, you know, for me, for a long time, enchanting and magical. And then a horrifying specter of, you know, what my life had become. You a big Buffalo Bills fan? Huge. <laughs> well, you know, I was the captain of the cheerleading team for several years. Wait. Yeah. Oh, what? God. You didn't know that about me. Lori. Yeah. Lori. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Between, um, <laughs> you were the head of the cheerleaders. Yeah, the, for the Buffalo Bills. I mean, you know, the bar is low up there. For the Buffalo, are you joking right now? Yes, I am. God, oh my god! <laughs> that you believe me for one second is like I have to reevaluate everything I think about and know about you. I and probably I, you, me. I want to believe good <laughs> things of people. And that wasn't a good thing. No. And I was starting to believe it. And I got real scared. You got you were, you would have been really upset with me if I had been involved with the Buffalo Bills cheerleading organization. I, that's my hard line. Got I w- it. I will not fuck a clown. Um, I will not be friends with people who are the head cheerleader for the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Anything else? You no. I, I respect your of? boundaries. Those are my two boundaries. Yeah. You will not fuck a clown. No to the Buffalo Bills. You raised right, man. I pre- I like. I really <laughs> respect that. So here's what I'm going to ask. AJ, you've already done so much for us. I would appreciate a didgeridoo that we can play here on Carb Face. Please do that. AJ, challenge. Give it to us. Give us your didgeridoo in all of its forms. AJ, please accept this challenge. Thank you. Can I tell you my restaurant story? I was at a restaurant last week. Uh, I was having a not great week and I was really excited to take a shower and put on a dress Mm -hmm. and go to a restaurant and forget my troubles for about an hour and a half. Um, beautiful night, Manhattan, blah, blah, blah. Should I ask which restaurant? Uh, I'm not going to say because I really like the restaurant and I don't think that what happened has any reflection on the values of the people who work there. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I think it's strictly a geography and right. fate thing. Take it. So <laughs> go to the restaurant, meet my friend there. Uh, we have a reservation. 
and the restaurant's a fairly popular restaurant, not crazy popular, but always doing a lively business. You sure. kind of need McDonald's. a reservation. It is. It is. So the gentleman in front of us at the host stand is is sort of arguing his case to want to sit on the outside seating, but only get a drink. He doesn't want to order from the menu. And the host says, I'm sorry, we are only seating for dinner there this evening. And the guy in front of us says, I'm just going to sit there anyway. What? Yep. And he what? walks away. He's pissed off. And he goes and seats himself at the outdoor seating. There aren't a lot of wow. people out there. And the host kind of makes a... I can see him doing the calculus on his face. Like, all right, let me get these two seated. And then I will go, you know, deal with this this customer who's not mm-hmm. doing the right thing. So we decide we would also like to sit outside and he leads us to that table. We walk past the gentleman with whom he's had the argument, the gentleman who is now squatting the table that he's not supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy sees us, stands up, full on spits in my face. What? Yes, like he has been gathering the spit. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spits in my fucking face. And I said, are you fucking kidding me? And he turns around and he goes, you're a cunt. And then he ran away. <laughs> it was shocking. It was crazy. And I was like, okay, this tracks. With my week, this absolutely tracks. Like, So I got a towel from the host, went to the bathroom, scrubbed my face off, came back down, came back to the table and sat down and we got a lot of free appetizers. Like Ugh. big ups to this restaurant for recognizing, recognizing, is that a word? Yeah. Is that is. a right word? Yeah. <laughs> that something had happened. Yeah, it was not their had... fault, Ugh. but they, you know, anyway, that's my whole story. Uh, do you have any questions? I have a, f- Lori, I have a few. <laughs> okay. Number Bring one, it. are you yeah. okay? I am okay. Thank you for asking. Um, it was upsetting and gross. Uh, and I, it reminded me of my favorite movie, Happiness. Uh, (laughs) uh, any number of scenes, but one in particular where the, the youngest sister of the three adult sisters, I don't remember the actress's name. It's Jane is her first name. Sure. We'll look it up. Uh, she's visiting her sister, her sister, uh, who has children in suburban New Jersey and they're sort of like laughing about how sweet the kids are. And then one of the kids comes in and like pretends to shoot her with a gun and she, um, falls apart in an emotional leap. I felt that this was very, it was a personal attack from this guy. And yeah. then, but it absolutely wasn't. This guy was fucking crazy oh. and had a problem that had nothing to do with me. And right. I was, of the three people that whose face he could have spit into, we were the closest, closest in height. And mm. I was, I looked the least likely, I guess, to um, fight back. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, I chalk it up to New York's failure to help the homeless and mentally ill. Yeah, is that yeah, fair? Uh, uh, I, sure. And, I, and it's actually not fair at all. I don't a lot know. of people doing a lot of good work. Okay. Not enough money. All right. Blah, blah, fine, blah. fine, fine. Other thoughts. <laughs> what kind of apps did you get? <laughs> like, are we talking? Are we talking good apps? Are we mm-hmm. talking acceptable apps? Did you get ham salad? There was not a ham salad. They had sold out. Of the okay, ham salad, sure. yes, and there is a uh, there is a shortage of 
strawberry gelatin right now mm-hmm. in Manhattan, as I'm mm-hmm. sure you're very Everybody well aware. Knows. It's very painful. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts and prayers. We got uh, a little cracker that was made of cheese with some beautiful ham on top. Uh, there was a full burrata, like a full, oh. th- we're talking like a $15 appetizer. That's great. With like a salad and some toast. You're on record of being willing to put your dick into a burrata. Yes. Yeah. I think if there were any time mm-hmm. where self-soothing mm. was appropriate, yeah. I wouldn't judge you. Sure. No. I And I didn't, you know, I felt, I kind of wanted to like retreat into my yeah. shell and not yeah. stick parts of myself sure. into food. Sure. It was more like I wanted to stick food in me. There you go. Really? In I my like mouth it. hole. Like it. it was now there was nothing sexy about that whole experience um so there was a burrata there was the little ham crackers there might have been some a croquette situation that i'm forgetting exactly but i remember something crispy and fried and very pleasing um and maybe even a fourth thing like i there was they 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 went hard yeah yeah it was really a couple of staff members came over and you know were lovely i feel like they didn't handle it right The, the guy made a tactical error or a, or a bad judgment call instead of handling the volatile customer right he you know he made the decision to first pay attention to the regular like not spitting in people's face customers right right, right. i, I might have made the same call you know please the people that are pleasing to you and yeah. then deal with the bad problem and maybe get some backup that was probably his plan uh-huh. didn't anyway There are a lot of people in the world every day who go through horrific things. Me getting spit and having someone spit in my face was terrible. But I was also like, well, now I'm going to eat some nice food. I'm going to go home to my home that I have and uh, continue to live my life. (laughs) Well, aren't you a goddamn mark? (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Really what I said was, I want to fucking drink. And I did, but I didn't have one. You didn't. Lori, I'm glad you're okay. Thanks. I'm glad you got apps. So many apps. I feel like you deserved an entree and a dessert. Like I I, would have comped you completely. Well. Completely. So I think while I love the excess of apps, Mm -hmm. I feel like. The whole meal? Yeah. And my friends too? I give her some shit for free. Yeah. I I would charge her maybe, but Mm -hmm. I could see comping that entire thing to be like, we want you to come back. Mm-hmm. Please, you deserve this. And mm-hmm. that was horrible for all of us, wasn't it? Yeah. I'll tell you, by mid-meal, the host forgot that it was me that I had that I had been spit on. He came back to the table. He goes, it's so crazy. This guy spit in this lady's face. Said it to me. I was like, that was me. Okay. All right. <laughs> so. <laughs> all right. Good times. All right. Uh, Lori, Dine out in I Manhattan. would never spit in your face. That is the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me today in this room. <laughs> could you say the same thing back to me is that a commitment oh, that you can make yes i will never spit in your face intentionally God damn it. <laughs> but I, I would you know if i'm eating something i'm excited i have a wet mouth i'm gonna feel bad about it i'm gonna you know are you yes when so you- bad i feel like i was very on trend in two ways first yeah. of all with the samantha b yes Whatever people Absolutely. are so fucking stupid. You, it was happening Love then. Samantha B. Yeah. Yours was happening. It's a lot. Also, there was a story in the post the previous day about a tourist couple that had a guy spit in their face. Different guy because they had a picture okay. of him. Right. So I'm like, two is almost a trend. You are, you're on the cusp of a trend yeah. Yeah. in two ways. As my friend Eve used to say, I don't have my finger on the pulse. I am the pulse. Mm-hmm.
This week, our guest is Doug Quint. Lori, tell us about Doug. Doug is uh, the proprietor, uh, along with Brian Petroff, of Big Gay Ice Cream, which started out in New York as a truck, a single truck, Mm -hmm. in, I believe, 2009, uh, and then uh, became uh, retail locations in New York and now Philadelphia and, I believe, Los Angeles. They have a book, The Big Gay Ice Cream Cookbook, and most excitingly, they now are making pints for retail sale in grocery stores up and down the East Coast and expanding all the time. So if you don't have Big Gay Ice Cream in your grocer's freezer or yeah. your grocer's freezer, yeah. ask them. Ask. ask them if you can get it. Because Seriously. it is good. Yeah, it's it great. Ice cream. It was great. He brought in ice cream. You'll hear us eating it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no food sounds, uh, mm-hmm. but it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. So, And he also happens to be hilarious. And, and you've I, known him forever. I've known him for a couple years. All um, right. Well, that's forever. And I, I, I don't say this about many people, but I feel that he is far, far darker than I am, which I wow. respect and admire and aspire to be as Someday, dark. Lark. Someday. Yeah, like in a couple days, I think I might get there. <laughs> but in the meantime, he is my, my role model for uh, just total human darkness. Well, it was a lovely, lovely interview. Let's take a listen. How are you doing? I don't dare to touch the mic. Why? I think I might get shocked. <laughs> Do you think you would? No. Okay. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording, which is great. It is great. Hi, Lori. Hi, Chris. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Thank you for that awkward um, introduction to me. I'm bringing it. I appreciate it. We, we have a guest. I'm bringing my A-plus game. We do have a guest. We have an A-plus guest. We do, and he has a cooler with him. Yeah, yeah. there's something in the cooler. Is it? It's, guess what? Ice cream. Shocked. Shocked. Holy shit. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, I brought a couple of pints for you guys to just pick out and then (laughs) probably get sugar cramps and go running. Good. No. Can you guys eat ice cream? Are you okay with it? I'm fine. Yeah? I I, I will be because Lori bought me some, some lactate pills. Oh God! Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, I so we have hold hold on. Okay. We've we've got our guest Doug. You've oh, got to introduce sorry, yourself. Yeah. Who are you? I'm Doug Quint. D O U G L A S Q U I N T. Douglas Quint. Okay, that's noted. Uh, noted for the record. Don't give your address. 19, August okay, 1971. Um, and in 2009, I co-founded and co uh, whatever Big Gay Ice Cream. And that's Ryan how Petrol. that's how I would know you. That's how you'd know me. And um, Lori, you, you may know? also know oh. me from such famous arrests record arrest <laughs> records as. Did you read, just read about the guy who was arrested for kicking swans in Florida? No, Florida but man. God bless him. Yeah, he was practicing karate in the park and kicking swans in the head. <laughs> swans oh are God. horrible. They're so mean. Not as bad as geese. I could totally That's endorse okay. it with geese. I, right. I was coming up with nicknames for geese over the weekend, and the winner was um, bog swans. Hmm. Bugs ones. Muck ducks was also a good one. I do like that. Yeah. And turd birds. I'm going to say there Better. are a lot of, there's probably a decoy for every animal that exists, right? Or at least every water bird that exists. Yeah. And I would like to just say to Florida man, next time, maybe just pick up a couple of decoys. They're expensive. They are. I went turkey hunting this weekend and mm. a cheap decoy, decent one is 150 bucks. Wow. Know? Okay. We, Still. Okay. There's a lot to unpack, but first <laughs> let's talk about Lori. Yes. You know duck. I know Doug. Yes, I do. Doug, you want to explain it? Uh, yes. <laughs> um, Doug and his fantastic dog, Buster, participated in the photo shoot for our book, Appetites. We are the book. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Come and on. I think that was, as our listeners know, 
one of the top 10 selling <laughs> books of 2016, which Lori always... Across all genres. <laughs> yeah, cookbooks, cookbooks. Uh, cookbooks, certainly. And Lori always um, throws that in my face. Yeah, I like to I brag get, about it. Well, yeah. it's good. She loves bragging about it, in which case she actually does not. And I bring it up every time and then explain the joke every time, which yeah. is... Makes it so funny. It's so funny. Nothing's funnier than an explained joke. Yeah, wait, and wait, repetition. The joke. Mm-hmm. Wait, did I just zone out and miss a joke? Well, that's no, how good it is. No, it's not really a joke. It's just a yeah. thing. I mean, it's, it's a, a fact it's and a that bit. I told Chris one <laughs> time. Roll your eyes. <gasps> Never. <laughs> Put my sunglasses back on. I don't want you to see the size of my pupils either. Nobody would Nobody would judge here. It's a judgment-free zone. Uh, among mm. uh, We oh, don't judge boring. each other. Well, mm. we know even that's... I can't say that. No. I think you can stop. We judge ourselves. Each but other. not harshly. Well, depends. That's definitely not true. Doug, <laughs> what did you do today? Well, yesterday was a long day. I got up at 5, and I taped a video at 8 a.m. for a thing called Food Insider, which is a really big you know, Facebook and Instagram feed for hip foods. Okay. And a lot of the stuff is like giant milkshakes and huge pieces of pizza. But a couple of months ago, I started Cheetos ice cream, which is C-H-E-A-T-O-H-S. Not to be confused with the, you know. The yeah, there's no brand infringement. Yeah. You're fine. And... Um, it's actually really, really good because we don't serve junk food just so it gets on Instagram. But this thing is kind of a hit, and so we taped a big segment for them this morning. And next Friday, that goes live to like millions of people, so we have a lot of cheese to get ready. And um, I worked at the East Village shop for a while, patching some holes in the wall with spackle. I went to a meeting about some deals. And last night, I worked at a benefit for SUS, which is Services for the Underserved, and Andrew Zimmern hosts it. So we did their little ice cream after party. That ended at midnight. Then this morning, I got up and went to the shrink, and now I'm here. How was your session? Great. It's always great. Is it? Yeah, I always get excited about going because afterwards, I feel it's usually better about something or at least like there's something I can tackle. Yeah. You know, that's great. I love it. I love it too. I went Thank to you. I went to actually I went to an analyst for a while. What does that mean? Like a, a Freudian analyst where that you just talk all the time. Yeah. And you talk about your dreams. And this is before I was properly medicated, so I had really vid- vivid dreams. And one of them, I was on the toilet and I looked down and I had shit the shroud of Turin. <laughs> <laughs> I told him that and he had nothing to say, so I, I stopped going. Another time I was in a restaurant and I walked I was blotto and I walked by a table and I said to one of the guys sitting there I think I know you from somewhere I don't know where but I think I know you and I went to the bathroom I came back I can't figure it out I think I know you and he said yeah I'm a doctor and you met me last week and I realized he was a, a shrink I've gone to for one session <laughs> good good, go, good job me probably not the craziest encounter he's had with a patient in, in out in the wild no just a tragic one uh, <laughs> I don't know that's I be, being forgettable is something I understand tragic uh, tragic experiences sometimes make the best stories oh that's <laughs> sweet <It's>, uh, <laughs> doug you listen to this podcast is that true you have listened to a podcast i have, I have flipped through one and then i listened to most of the first one okay yeah. that's great because that's my enough. attention span is not that long yeah, yeah, but yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I, you guys have foul mouths and i like that good i find it endearing well we will swear up a storm then yep just not in the hallway no, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, we are going to play a game with you, a few games with you. I hope you're up for that. And one of them involves I'm candy. Okay. Do you okay. eat candy? No. Okay, then it doesn't involve candy and we'll come up with I'll another eat it. game. Oh. No. I mean, yeah. What do you eat? God, I just binge on stuff and then I don't eat again. A lot of meat. Hmm. 
Yeah. Like? Um, meat, beef, you well, know. How do you, cow. How do you make it? Well, I live in Illinois most of the time, and I have a big grill in the backyard, and I cook meat on the grill. You live in Illinois most of the time? Yeah. I have a house there. Wow. Where? In a town in the middle of Illinois. Okay. (laughs) It's actually, it's Freeport. I don't think I have to worry about anyone finding me. No, I think you're fine. I'm from Indiana, so I always get excited with Midwesterners. I love it out there. Okay. And, you know, you can get a huge house, and the mortgage is like $40. Absolutely. nuts. What do people do for work, though, that are not you? Um, There's a lot of uh, industry around there, a lot Mm. of dairy stuff. People work at jobs. There's a couple of big plants around. So, yes, I like meat on the grill. And also, I started hunting last year, and I've had a couple of deer, and I've really enjoyed learning to work with that, work with, um, you know, wild meat. And uh, grinding it myself and yeah. doing blends with meat. Meat, 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 meat. How'd you end up in Illinois? Got married. You did? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, guy. And he works in the he works in sort of dairy regulatory. Yeah. And uh, that's where the dairy industry oh, is. My brother works in dairy artificial insemination. Oh. He's really good at it. Can I tell you about my cow growing up? So I had many cows growing up. Yeah. May I tell you? Did you ride one? Do I have permission? Please. Did you ever ride one? Uh, no, I didn't ride the cows. I would ride the sheep. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we would shear the sheep. Or did the sheep ride you? Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> it felt like we were both having a good time. There, was a, there was a mythical person the next town over growing up who was a sheep fucker. And everyone called him Uncle Chucky. And I don't, I don't even know if he existed, but I made a joke about giving Uncle Chucky, giving Uncle Chucky some Velcro mittens for Christmas. <laughs> Get good leverage on those girls. It's really hard to stay on top of a sheep while it's running away. You have to work really, really hard to own a small business. Yeah, and you know the trick for me is there's, I have to make sure I don't get preoccupied with the stuff I really shouldn't be doing. Um, because like right now I've been answering way too many emails and I'm feeling burnt out. And really what I should be doing is, you know, publicity with, you know, millions of podcasts with millions of subscribers. Right. Like this one. Like this one's so <laughs> you know, And, you know, print because print is the next big thing. Um, <laughs> and I find that if I do too much staring at the computer, I'm just too burned out to do creative stuff. So that's that's my problem a couple of years ago i realized that i was really hating the business and i tried to figure out why and i realized it was because i was constantly tethered to it by my phone in my pocket and i was driving at the time and i took my phone and i just threw it way into the back of the car and realized that then i was happy because i wasn't like absolutely connected to it Mm -hmm. and i started after that i started driving with my phone under the passenger seat of the car so i couldn't get to it that's smart and and driving again became like i zone out into a great place where creative stuff happens so and then i crash occasionally so who's coming up with the yeah who who's uh coming up with the new flavors and pushing the creativity well you know generally i uh, start them up and then Brian sort of finishes them. Yeah. He has a really great knack for uh, saying, you know what, that that cranberry sorbet, you know, can you put something underneath it so there's another layer of flavor? You know, th- he he gets that. He refines stuff. That's his real forte. And this is your business partner, yeah, Brian Brian, Yeah, Petroff. Brian Petroff. We founded the thing, I think I said, in 2009. And mm-hmm. now we're going wherever. You know, we, we did our book, Big Guy Ice Cream book a few years ago, which we we came, we wrote and created a book that we absolutely stand by and love, which not a people get not a lot of people get to say. And last year we started a line of 
uh, pints that are in stores in the Northeast, and we're just going into 900 Wawa locations. Oh, Amazing. it's absurd. That's fantastic. We're in Shaw's up in Maine, where I'm from. And when that happened, when we released in Shaw's in March, and my family started posting pictures of them at the local grocery store, I saw a picture of my sister standing in front of the pints at her grocery store in Portland, and I just, like, I nearly fell over crying walking Mm -hmm. down the street, and I had to go lean against a wall because it was so weird that the ice cream had gone where I came from. And I talked to my shrink, and she said, you need to go up there and make it... um, make it not an abstract. You need to go see the ice cream in the stores. And I went up there. I went into the first Shaw's I got to, and I, I stood there, and I was like crying in front of the case because I'll cry in front of anything. <laughs> sometimes I just cry in front of a mirror. Here's, <laughs> here's the thing. You're not the first person to cry in front of the ice cream aisle. You know, a long time ago, they, uh, there was a thing in New York Magazine about where do you go to pick somebody up late at night, and one of the places was ice cream coolers. Because people are there at you know, 2 a.m. buying yeah, a bunch yeah, of yeah. Junkie Monkey to get over a breakup. Let's talk flavors and fucking. Let's say <laughs> you're standing in mm-hmm. front of your selection, your pints, mm-hmm. or you're in one of your stores, mm-hmm. right? Visiting mm-hmm. one of the stores. I have my eyes closed. Okay. You're crying, not sobbing, but you're, you're open and vulnerable. Oh, that's true. Someone comes along. Oh, I hate him. Okay, uh, <laughs> he leaves. He went to the frozen pizza Thank aisle. God. Okay, he got three Stover's French bread pizzas. Now you're reconsidering, Ooh. but you let him go. He goes hot. All right, somebody else comes along. You're crying less, but still open, vulnerable. Mm-hmm. A little bit of weeping. I'm rubbing my eyes. Okay, yeah. he catches your attention. Mm-hmm. And? It feels like this is going to happen, could happen. Okay. What flavor do you take home for fucking? Oh, I can't even imagine taking ice cream home. And if I did, I, I, I can't. It, it makes me cramp. And the idea of having <laughs> work at home, no. If we were, you know, at the you know, the Mexican aisle, both looking at Goya beans together, that might turn me off. That would bit. do it. Yeah, or, you know, of course, at, at Cinderella window shopping at the, you know, the big fish display in the front, yeah, of, front yeah, window. Yeah. That's a turn on. What, what fish would The way you they'll make home? a big, you know, have a nice day, happy smile out of carp. <laughs> what fish is appropriate for fucking? Um, well, tuna. <laughs> a friend of mine in high school was worried that she'd gotten pregnant, and I said, "Well, why didn't you? Why didn't you just say no?" And she said, oh, "We had a tuna sandwich together, and he's just so hot." <laughs> wow. wow. Okay. See, that doesn't seem to me like a pre-coital meal. I think it's more mid. Oh, gross. It's the, it's Would you? Yeah? Oh, okay. Oh, how, the idea, I could put a sandwich on the bedside table and we both, you know, get going. Yeah. And then take a mid, mid-coitus uh, tuna sandwich break. Sure. <laughs> with some chips. And <laughs> what kind maybe, of chips? Wait, wait. Um, describe the Lay's chips. barbecue. Okay. Mm. And then maybe we'd each have a yoo-hoo. Mm. And then fly <laughs> right back into the sack. <laughs> oh. I was on a bus to Maine one time and these kids in back of me we're arguing over their yoo-hoos. Your yoo-hoos chocolatier than mine. Mine's wicked chocolatey. What are you saying? Went on and on. One of the kids had a poop stain on his pink sweatpants. <laughs> oh. Or a yoo-hoo stain, maybe? No. There's a difference. <laughs> no. Yoo-hoo doesn't streak. It splotches. The end. I love being here. Because it's the best time I've had in It's pretty good. Hours. It's pretty good. Doug. How hard is it owning a small business that everybody loves? I assume the margins are not high. 
and you have to work really, really hard. Yeah, you know, it, it's true that we have we do great business, but when you consider the fact that cones are, you know, four to seven dollars and we're paying New York City rent and and all of that, yeah, it doesn't make a, a ton of money. And you know, of course we're trying to rectify that situation, but it, it, it's a lot of work and it feels like it could never you could you could keep going and never ever stop working. And so I think one of the things with a smaller business where you are one of uh, only a couple people running everything is you know you have to be able to stop business at you know 11 o'clock at night so you can finally go to sleep otherwise you just go 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 yeah Yeah. um i'm not saying i don't like it but i don't like it sometimes yeah well that's a job now you were a musician before you got into the ice cream racket that's Um, that is so and how can you compare the life of a working musician to the life of a small business owner well, you have to know your game and you have to be able to talk about yourself, mm. which is interesting as a musician because you think, I just have to play the bassoon, in my case. And no, you have to tell people why you should be playing the bassoon with them. Mm. And, you know, it got me used to just talking about what I do and why people should be, you know, giving us their money. Um, so can I compare it? Yeah. And there was a certain amount of analysis that went into being a musician, trying to figure out how to, how to you know, make it so you could play this one scale evenly. And I remember when I used to make milkshakes on the ice cream truck, and they sucked. And I, then I realized I had to break it down to the component parts and practice it that way. It was, so it was absolutely a, an approach to making a milkshake that I would have taken to learning a, a Mozart sonata, wow. strangely enough. Wow. Oh, yeah. I knew that right at the time. Very peculiar. Hmm. Well, listen, we listen... To, I listened to the Crybabies episode, heard you played the bassoon, mm-hmm. tried to figure out a way to easily tell you that I used to play the oboe, Ooh. couldn't find a way to do it. So Did I'm you become an alcoholic you, or a lunatic? No, I stopped playing mm-hmm. uh, and switched over the tenor sax. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. I played the French horn. Did you? Yeah. That's so hard. It's hard and I was not good at it. But I did it from fifth grade to 11th grade. That's a long time. Yeah. And then you gave up? Yeah, senior year, I was like, yeah, I'm going to let this go. This you is were not too, in my You were future. too interested in getting laid? Yes. Yeah, yes. That, that was your full-time thing. Yeah, totally. Totally. With Under my the bangs. bleachers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I just, I wasn't good at it. I never practiced, and I was able to sort of fit into, you know, all the arrangements for high school orchestras and bands tend to be very light on uh, French horn solos, but bup, every bup, once bup, in a while, bup, bup, yeah, bup, yeah. Bup, yeah. Every once in a while, there was a you know a one or two measure solo, and it was the worst. Like if I had to go above like middle C, I was like, oh shit. How big was the how, how big was your graduating class at your school? Uh, about 140. Uh, mine was about 88, so mm. similar. I think the band mm. had about 25 people in it. Yeah, and same. six of them were me. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a nightmare! <laughs> I quit um, high school after my junior year. I got my I got my high school diploma the following year from my high school, but I quit and started college and then transferred the credits back because I just had to get the hell out of there. Mm, small town. Yeah, right in central Maine, where now I love, but I, mm. I it, well, uh, not at that age. Couldn't sure, do it. Wrong sure. place. I'm I'm staring at your astronaut tattoo. Oh, yeah. There, let me turn him over. It's really nice. Uh, yeah. Duck Duck has a. I'm gonna say Duck has big arms. Massive uh, fucking guns. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a little bit of a gun show. I saw you flex. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And there's on his lower arm. There's a very, very large. Getting his name, Bruce something. Obviously, he was on a spacewalk. Yeah, there Bruce the astronaut, and he's in his full spacewalk gear, and he's out there. Why? 
Um, I mean, it's beautiful, but why? Well, this arm has space stuff on oh, it. Oh, I didn't and see I've always space just, stuff. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I love model rockets growing up, and I just, you know, it reminds me to, that it's okay to be spacey, I think. Hmm. But the real tattoo, you know, the real piece yeah. de resistance is my eat pie. Yeah, that's on the on inside of his equally yeah. large left arm. Oh, man, look he's he's oh, yeah. flexing. Look it's at terrifying. those track marks, bitch. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it says eat pie with a large um, uh, pie server. Mm-hmm. Yeah, serrated mm-hmm. pie server. And it yeah. looks like a knife until you see the pie, and then you realize, well, it'll cut you, but it'll also serve you a nice slice. What brings you joy, Doug? Well, I really like being where it's quiet. Even though I have tinnitus and you know nowhere is quiet, one of the reasons I live in Illinois is because you can go where there's nothing. Mm. It's also why now I enjoy going up to my family's area in Maine and, you know, uh, going where nothing is happening. Like this weekend when we went turkey hunting and the turkeys were, it was too hot, so they were basically nowhere to be found. Still, sitting in a hunting blind and staring at, you know, a field and some woods, that's nice. Mm. Yeah. That's nice. New York City, uh, I can't live here full time anymore because it, it was starting to really crowd me out. But then two years ago, I was walking, I was going across a, a street. I always wait for the light to change. I always walk in the crosswalk. Just I wait my 10 seconds and then I start walking. And a car backed into me Jesus. and knocked me over up in Washington Heights. And I got up and the car drove off. No, And I thought, it's time to not live here full time. Uh. And I told my therapist, I told her about that. And then I also said, you know, and I'm also afraid of nail bombs and sarin gas, you know, attacks and being rammed while I'm walking down the street. And am I being paranoid? And she said, no, you're, those are all well-founded worries <laughs> oh, for living God. in New York. <laughs> and I said, I think I should move outside of New York. And she said, yeah, it sounds like it. Wow. Yeah. Good, good advice. Yeah. No, it's okay to be neurotic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So. It is okay. Do you want a full s- few spoonfuls of ice cream? Yeah, could we better? try That's some ice great cream? Idea. Yeah. Could I have some lactate, Lori? Yes. Thanks. Uh, Lori did me a uh, huge... Lori, did, Lori, Lori did you. Come on. Lori did me a huge favor. Went and got some lactate. Fast acting. Thank mm-hmm. you. Oh, this is going to be great. 32 caplets uh, because I get immediate screaming, cramping mm. whenever I'm given dairy. Yeah. Fun story while Doug is unpacking his... Beautiful, beautiful pint. I went to, I went to Empione, mm-hmm. and was was very, very kindly given some ice cream. Mm. And I don't say no to gifts. Sure. I say thank you. Mm. This was generous. And then I cramped. Oh God. But do you know what? Sometimes the cramping's worth it. Like right now, yeah. if we didn't have lactate, would I go for this? Of course I would. Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. course I would. What's so? How many of those are you gonna take? And how are you going to ingest them? I'm going to take them right now, anally, and I think four. Let's crush them up. Let's get going here. All right. I had a hard time finding the uh, the lactate in the in the Dwayne Reed. They keep it isolated from. Well, I realize they have a whole stomach uh, section. And you can't buy single portion lactate. You know? I, I did not see them. Yeah. No, they we, don't have just like we a... We looked a, into it because I thought we should sell it at the shops. Ooh, such a good, good idea. Because um, if they did, you could, but you can't... Lactate, are you sell. listening? Can we get a Can we get a, a promotional uh, single-serve packaging partnership? Yeah, get on it, Lactate. Uh, isn't that bizarre? You. Because you would yeah. grab them on your way you know, to a restaurant or... I wonder, like, behind, even like behind the counter in a, in a, like in a bodega, you know, they sell all, all little oh, yeah. packages... Lactate, get on that shit. Yeah. 
we ever... You can buy that fake Sudafed that doesn't do anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That shit's garbage. Yeah, for the real Sudafed, you need to, like, show your ID and stuff. Um, I say as somebody who... We've got a question from, from Kat Kinsman on Twitter. Oh, God, no. <laughs> She's horrible, okay. isn't she? She's just okay. the worst person okay, in the world. Just, no, let's just do this. <laughs> <laughs> she's way, a monster. Being like ragging she's on cats just feels so <laughs> icky. Yeah, it's like kicking a puppy. It's like, it's like it's kicking like a swan. Kat it's like Kins- calling Dana Cowan a bitch. You know? it's like, <laughs> oh my god, what am I saying? Oh yeah, a self-serving bitch, Dana Cowan. By the way, blueberry gobbler, delicious. That's what we're eating right yes. now. We'll get to Cat's question. Cat, just take a while to cool off. We'll get to you. So this is Blueberry Gobbler. Tell us about it. It's beautiful. Well, Blueberry Gobbler is a, it's a, one of the Sundays we do in the shop. So it's a soft serve version. And we try to make them sort of like pie a la mode, but backwards. Mm-hmm. So it has blue, um, it's vanilla ice cream, which is what, of course, you want with blueberry pie. So good. Mm-hmm. With blueberry balsamic swirls in it and then chunks of pie crust. And actually, I think it's probably one of the best fruit ice creams I've ever had. And I think the reason for that is because it's great vanilla ice cream and it's not blueberry ice cream. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's right. And look at that packaging. The packaging you realize is gorgeous. Run your finger across the front of it. Our it's embossed oh, it and is. there's glitter in it. I'm petting uh, the wow. unicorn's mane right now. Yeah. And I can feel all the strands of hair. It is a beautiful unicorn. <laughs> and it has <laughs> beautiful eyelashes, pink necklace, little blue medallion. And it's tonguing uh, your logo. Most people would say licking. Not I would tonguing, say tonguing. That is a full-on tongue. Go. That's aggressive. Make it happen. Dirty, dirty tonguing the big gay ice cream logo, which is a multicolored logo referencing <laughs> the flag. Descriptions are like this, like this or what makes radio great. <laughs> I'm scintillating. <laughs> I like to take all the joy out of your creations. Wow. No, this is beautiful. Okay. All right. So I'll cut <laughs> that. But maybe I'll leave it in. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to be ragged on. It's content. <laughs> it's content. It's content. Your pie crust is phenomenal. I'm glad you like it. It's I'm actually really have special. Some more, and I yeah. usually don't have more than one spoonful. It's really, really special. So it's I would imagine it's pretty hard to keep the pie crust integrity. Um yes, no. Sorry, I wanted to. Yeah, that's all right. Um one of the things that makes the bits of stuff that you put in ice cream are inclusions. Mm. And a lot of times you have to source them, and they're made specially, and they're coated. They usually, they have a really thin coating of fat on them mm-hmm. that keeps the uh, moisture in the ice cream from, you know, seeking, seeping in and making them Mushy. mush. Yeah. Right. Fascinating, eh? I'm gonna scintillate. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take myself off. It's, the that's ice cream. beautiful. Thank you for bringing that. You're welcome. Is I'm that all? So is that the only thing you brought? No, nope, there's one more. <laughs> there's one more actually. All right, Cat Kinsman asks when is propanol ripple happening when is propanol ripple Parapropanol? happening it says propanol Pro- or propofol okay let's oh, let's correct her hey let's say it's sorry pro- cat we're gonna have to correct this let's say it's propofol is what she's talking about which right. is an anesthetic um my sister's an anesthesiologist actually and mm-hmm. propofol yeah it's it it turns you off for surgery it shuts your brain down yeah and that's what Michael Jackson used to take to yeah. go to sleep. You know, he, he was medically turned off at the end of the day. Yeah. I'm just medically turned off all the time. Um, <laughs> can we get it in, in an ice cream? And, and no, Kat, we're, we're going to, I'm saving up so we can do Riddle and Jimmy's. <laughs> that's a good name for somebody. Yo, the drug dealer. Riddle and Jimmy. Riddle and Jimmy. What about Glint Crunch? Um, 
<laughs> we're having no, but we are having hot fruit. Do what? you guys know what that even means? No, but I like, like all it's of from it. Strangers Jerry. with Candy. Oh. Jerry Jerry uh, makes glint, which uses like uh, ammonia and toilet cleanser, and gets the whole class high. That's what it is. It's so good. it's purple glop, uh, green glop that you smear on your lips. So good. Okay, this one is called Lunchbox, and I I, t- I brought the fruit flavored ones. They're just less sweet and. Uh, Agree well, with me more. This is strawberry ice cream. It has peanut butter swirled into it. And then there are these little oh. cups that are made of peanut butter. And they have strawberry jelly inside them. Wow. So, okay, again, we a, have a, person a said unicorn to us, a person and said to us tonguing. My time. A, per- <laughs> a person said to us online, why would you put peanut butter and strawberry together? And I said, did you ever have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? And they said, oh, right. That would be good. Wow. Come are on. those the kind of stupid questions you get to... Uh, answer as a small business owner. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, how important? <laughs> how important are celebrities to keeping the brand alive and um, people aware and talking about it? Hmm. Well, I'm not going to say it has hurt us. That's for sure. And for some reason, we do have a certain amount of sort of high-profile people that this is support great. us. And this is so good. Uh, it's lovely. I don't think it makes or breaks anything. But you know, having press is great, and having publicity is great, and and. Um, if it comes, you know, sort of uh, organically through friends that happen to be high profile, groovy, man. That's all. I don't seek it out. Yeah, but it does come to you. And then, hooray. Yeah. And, you know, nom, nom, nom. Why are you putting that away? That's rude. Thank you. No. I am. Gracie's Ice Cream wants me to ask you if it's true you pawned your college roommate's Mustang to buy your first soft serve machine or if that's just a rumor. Um, no, that's not quite right. It does have something to do with Tang and not the drink, but and it was musty. So somehow those two things got jammed together. Um, that's not the right story. There was musty. There was musty, and there was musty Tang. And there was a Tang. Yeah, it was very tangy. Uh, so that's more along the lines of the story. I'm not going to go deeper than that. Well, a lot of the stuff had to, you know, we had to go to Somalia for a lot of these transactions, and you know, you got to get jobs done there, and. You know, thank God you're 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 a jobs creator. That's who you are. That's what you do. Listen, if it means I gotta go get bootleg quaaludes, um, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Where do you get bootleg quaaludes, I, Lori? Mexico. Okay, thank you. They're only made now in somewhere in Africa. Is that right? Um, I, there's a show on Vice, um, and I can't remember the name of it right now. Hamilton's Pharmacopia, where he investigates different drugs on each mm-hmm. episode, mm-hmm. and actually looks at the chemical chemical composition, um, like PCP and all sorts of fun stuff. So mm-hmm. I watched one on quaaludes. Wow. Yep. There you go. I thought they were not. Well, I guess they're only made now in one African country. But I was going to say they're like not. They're not. Uh, that's not something that's that's available to someone even with a prescription no right that's no. they they discontinued them yeah they were replaced by you know xanax and stuff like that right. well those are nice right. you know everyone i know who's done who did quaaludes you know in the early 80s said it was so fun hmm. want some <laughs> uh duran duran okay. we've got a question Uh-oh. uh regarding duran duran from i i think we're gonna say chris f christian mazel Tov, and mazel Tov to okay. you christian uh what flavor do you think is the favorite of each member of Duran Duran? Each member, I don't know, but you know, I it's cliche. But if you did a Duran Duran ice cream, it would have to be cherry ice cream smile mm, because that's mm-hmm. the line in Rio. That's you know. nice. Um, it would be much more fun to do one of the depressing flavors, you know, like um, 
ordinary world. <laughs> Just like a melted vanilla slop. <laughs> Try to make your way in the ordinary world. No spoon. Uh, Individually, I don't know. I could definitely make something for Andy Taylor because he's no longer in the band. I do know what the Motley Crue ice cream to, mm. would be, too. It would be um, Licks That Kill. Mm. Pretty good. Right. That came from Dave Hill. Would it have panty shreds in it? Dave Hill's amazing. Dave Hill's amazing. I know so many good Motley Crue stories. It's really wonderful. Do you want to share one? They, well, it, their book, The Dirt, tells way too much. But one of the things they would do, before they, if they were screwing some girl and on their way to the home to their girlfriends, instead of actually like just kind of doing a sink bath, they would put their dicks into, um, uh, like ta- not tacos, well, uh, burritos. <laughs> they would put their dicks into burritos. Instead of just having a clean smelling crotch, they would have one that smells like a burrito, which is more suspicious. Smelling yeah. like a, you know, a, another woman or smelling like a burrito. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I there's a lot to think about. Well, there's a lot. Yeah, I'm wondering if how the decision process uh, went there and also heroin. Just, Lori, yeah. you've talked just a lot balls. about. <laughs> Lori likes to talk about food that she'd put her dick in. Yeah. Would you put your dick in a burrito? Definitely not. Really? Yeah. Mm. I'm I shocked. Mean, well, I don't know. Shocked. What about a porchetta? The whole thing. Yeah. Bang that. Yeah. I mean, that was last week. I was it was uh, the the lamb shoulder from uh, Zahav in Philadelphia. Well, uh, I would fuck anything at Zahav. Right. Are you listening, Michael? Creamy. (laughs) Creamy hummus. (laughs) I mean, it's real. It's real theoretical on a lot of levels for me, not being the uh, current owner of a of a penis attached to my body. Right. But we're talking about when you get yours. This is all aspirational. You're creating your list immediately get on a, uh, a a bus to Zahav and stick my dick what, in. Yeah, what? imagine just wrapping some nice lamb fat off a grill, wrapping mm-hmm. it around your stuff. Yeah. Mm. God, lamb fat's delicious. What other kind of fat would you wrap around your dick? <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> this is really hard for me to play the straight man, but I'm setting yeah. you both up. Let's yeah. go. What um, animal see. fat would you put on your oh, dick? Oh, animal fat. Well, I was going to say Crisco. Which oh, is, that's which fine. Is, well, um, sure. But that's pedestrian. What else? Yeah. What other kind of fat? Um, you know, there's a there's a real uh, homage paid to turkey fat in our book Appetites, a mm. cookbook co-authored by Anthony Bourdain Top 10 and myself. Cookbook of 2016. Uh, and I had never really given a lot of thought to turkey fat, but there's this this you know mm. idea of saving the turkey fat after sure. you roast the bones to make the stock, and you incorporate that later into your stuffing to get a little extra turkey flavor, a little juiciness, oh, and that's uh, and yeah. it's right there in the stuffing, like it's already yeah. implied. Yeah. I like to put a little oil from Chilean sea bass behind my ears in the morning before I head off to work. Mm. <laughs> oh, that smells so good. It smells cool. so good. Reagan Stevens online or Regan Stevens. I don't know. She's verified. I don't know. How am I supposed to explain it to my kids? She writes that the ice cream is fucking delicious and no, they can't have some every day. Yeah. You know, hiding ice cream in your freezer is a real art. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, how do you explain it? You don't. You yeah. just get more and shove it in their faces and give me more money. Let them have it every Explained. day. Do you have regulars in your store? Yes, of course. Yeah. Most, of, they, the, most of them are crazy, like the woman who comes right. in and digs for cones and stuff. But yeah. She digs for cones? What in the trash? Mean? Yeah. Oh. She comes in and out quickly. Yeah. No, we do. And you know, one of the reasons I started the stores is the ice cream truck had great regulars the first season. And by the end of the second season, they just couldn't wait in line. You know, they had to go back to work. So occasionally I'll see somebody that I've now known for nine years. It really, another thing that makes me cry was, you know, they're the people who made the whole thing happen. So yeah, there are regulars and there are a lot of irregulars. Which I, you know, I like them better. 
Can I ask questions about who you've met? At the, what do you mean? Does John Waters come in? Are we star fucking? Um, I'm star fucking right now. No, no, but I tell you, there's a John Waters camp camp in September. Tell us more. And, you know, I know that I was corresponding with Tracy Lords about it, actually, because she's going to be there. <laughs> and it's a weekend retreat for John Waters fans with some of the stars and perverse activities. And I, I wrote to Tracy and I said, can you hook me up with the promoters? Because I want to throw an, an ice cream antisocial. Mm. And I'm working on hooking that up because That's that would great. blow my mind. That's yeah. really special. Any tangential connection to the John Waters crowd, the, you know, the, the, the early, yeah. the real deal is nice. A friend of mine played drums for Edith Massey's band, Edie and the Eggs, which I find really delightful. Oh, you know who I would starfuck? The guy on um, Stranger Things, the cop, David. Yeah? Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, my you God. You would starfuck him? Oh, I, I would. Mm. Can we tweet at him about this episode? Oh, please. Okay. Yes. So, open invitation. Uh, I'll make I'll make your evening. Uh, we'll have a lot of lamb fat. Let's just say mm. that. There's going to be a lot of lamb fat. <laughs> yeah. And a, a tuna sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's into that. A few years ago, I put up a photo on Instagram of my young son enjoying an ice cream cone from a random uh, ice cream truck. And oh, you yeah. got on my case in a way that I have never forgotten. And I think I've probably not, or it's been extremely rare that I've patronized a uh, just a run-of-the-mill ice cream truck since then. Because you pointed me to a news report, a local news report. A shame on you segment. Yes. About the uh, relative level of hygiene or lack thereof in most ice cream trucks. It's, it's horrifying. When I realized that a lot of the guys put, they, in October, they take their machine apart, clean it, put it away for the winter. They put it back together in April and don't clean it again until they oh take, the, take the shutdown. And mm. there were machines that were full of rot. There was mm. one machine I remember going into a friend's truck and there were maggots crawling out of it. And when they did that shame on you, the, the level of coliform bacteria in most of the trucks was so astronomical. And I, I got into this kick, like, how could you do that? Because you're having kids at the truck. And I just had this fantasy in my head about, like, some kid having chemo, and the parents took him out to have ice cream. And his, his immune system is shot, and the ice cream kills him. That's the kind of thing I think about. That is a, what a fantasy that is. But it, <laughs> I, a dream. I know, it's what I... <laughs> I'm rubbing myself right now. Um, <laughs> with lamb fat. And uh, there were people who their ice cream would rot and they would do a frozen yogurt special with it when it was sour. Oh, That's nice. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. So, I mean, I'm, I, there are a lot of ice cream trucks out there run by, you know, very meticulous people. But the ones that I, you know, am familiar with, the oh, my God, there's slobs. And there would be a shake cup full of pee in the fridge, you know. <laughs> good times. Shigella. That's that's the phrase I'll never forget. Such as a shigella. That is a good diet plan, though. I, yeah. 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 God, Absolutely. I wish I could get strep throat again. <laughs> Did that get you right down to your fighting weight? So. It, it, yeah, I can't eat or just a parasite. Yeah. I don't know why people tapeworm. don't bring import parasites for us to have. Well, I think there, they do. There I is think a, there's tape, a there's a tapeworm yeah. diet uh, subculture. Yeah. That I think is fairly unpleasant i don't but the super idea of effective. hosting a, a, a you know an organism like the idea of being pregnant and having a thing developing in you yeah, I, yeah I'm, it's gross. I'm not comfortable with that it's super gross i'm not comfortable with that i have a hard enough time if i have an ingrown hair mm-hmm. <laughs> i would rather name an ingrown hair than a baby that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> name it name it top five names for an ingrown hair number one Adderall, Jimmy Adderall, Adderall Jimmy, Riddle, Jimmy Riddlin. <laughs> Number two. Uh, Tammy Faye Baker. <laughs> Number three. 
Winona, one word. <laughs> Number four. Um, Jake the uh, skeptic. Number five. Ig, for Ingram. Pretty wow. nice. Yeah, we, but that yeah. suggests an intimacy. Yeah, mm. yeah. He and I just drink beer together every now and then. <laughs> Ig. <laughs> Wait, I, t- I wanted to tell you the monkey story. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, tell us the monkey story. Us. This monkey story is uh, my friend Matt, whom I've known since we were five or six years old, and we have the same birthday, uh, lived in New York City for a long time, and he was an EMT. In fact, he was a first responder at uh, Ground Zero. But he was driving an ambulance, I think, for the fire department, and they got a call of a uh, from a woman in her apartment who'd fallen. God knows what was wrong with her. So they went up. They managed to get through the door of the apartment. Matt stayed outside the door while the partner went in, and suddenly the partner screamed, "Monkey!" <laughs> and Matt saw a helper monkey tear by, and the the monkey because the woman had been down so long, the monkey had lost its shit, oh. and uh, so they had to try to treat the patient while a monkey sort of wilded in the apartment. Wow. I hate, monkeys terrify me. I see a picture of them and I just think about viruses and germs and fleas yeah. and uh, it's like koalas too. They're just full of yeah. chlamydia. Do yeah. you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, Trunk full of it. Yeah. Wow. Australia. Yeah. The koalas. Yeah. Don't touch their hineys. Well, don't fuck them. Or rub stuff in yeah. places. Right. God. Are we done yet? This Don't get handsy. Getting, this is getting dirty. Are you, <laughs> getting why dirty. Why do you think we, we're breaking you down? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, is torture legal again? Are we going to destroy this tape afterwards? <laughs> we'll just be nominated for the CIA. Hmm. Uh, Lori? Yes. You want to play a game? Sure. Uh, we play a game called Lots of Likes. Okay. Are you with us? I'm with you. I'm just trying to close my eyes and get in the zone. We're going to talk about things that you like. Oh, I thought game. you meant things like on Instagram that get lots of likes. Oh. It's sort of related to that, but we're talking about things that we actually like and okay. bring us joy. What and the game is? Okay, you just say all the things that you like. We'll keep asking. We got a little bit of time, um, so you can't run out the clock. Second thing is the if you whenever you want to end it, mm-hmm. but you can end it by saying uh, you're telling me to fuck off. Okay. So you could can stop we, it now. You could just say, we'll do one or two of these things to placate your special needs and then it'll <laughs> be done. Thanks. Okay. So things that I like. What do you like? I like naps. I'm very bad at naps. Mm. So when I have a nice satisfactory, you know, 45 minute nap and wake up feeling good, that's a wonderful thing. When's the last time you had one? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Okay. I couldn't tell you. I'm terrible at it. I like um, Percocet. Why? That's nice. Why? Yeah. Because it's a drug and gets you high. Great. Well, I mean, I don't like one Percocet. Um, <laughs> that's not a thing. Um, a handful? Fistful. Thanks. I enjoy at night when my dog really, really wants to snuggle close to me. And I only enjoy it until I've been asleep a few minutes because, you know, last week he snuggled up on my face. And I remember having horrible nightmares. And apparently in the middle of the night I screamed, you're suffocating me. And I shoved the dog across the room in my sleep. But it's nice to, you know, have him like me. What kind of dog? A mutt. Nice. Named Buster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you see the Anthony Bourdain cookbook, Appetites, mm-hmm. you'll Heard see my that. dog feature prominently in uh, two shots. In we'll fact, get he gets a two-page spread. Yeah, eating a eating a steak. That's I've another good. That. That's I another good that nickname photo. for somebody. Yeah. What two-page <laughs> spread, <laughs> <laughs> baby? I really like Welch's fruit chews. Ooh. Do you buy them on the subway from the kids for their basketball team? Um, no, I don't. No, don't ride I have a thing about that. I I don't ride the subway a lot because I've become very claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's so loud that, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I lose my mind. That's, 
Yeah, I walk. And um, I love Welch's fruit juice. They're actually addictive to me, and I keep them in the glove box of my car. And I also go out driving, and I make, out re- make up reasons, and I just go to the, the mobile, and I buy them. All right, do you like these gummies? Have you had these? No, let's go. They're really amazing. Would you like me to describe the gummies? Well, I don't know. When I describe things in this room, apparently I take the joy out of it. That's why I'm going to do it. I'm I'm already a joy vortex, (laughs) so it's like we got no place to go. All right, so these are a grape gummy candy, Japanese, and I don't know how to pronounce it, uh, the brand. But I love these. I love these a lot. Thank you. I'm into them. All right, they're grape gummies. Six pieces, 90 calories. They're only wrapped twice? Yeah, only wrapped twice. Oh, yeah. They taste like real grapes. That's freaky. Yeah, they're really good. So these are the uh, mm. red grapes, and then they also have the white Moscato grapes, mm-hmm. and they're phenomenal. I'm uh-huh. taking that back. All right. That's a gift for you. Um, it's a gift for you. We also have high chews and sour uh, gold bears from Haribo, as we like to say, or do Haribo. We, yeah, do we, we like do. We that? love to say that. Uh, and those are going with Lori. What's a what's a high chew? High chew is it's very chewy. And it's these covered are fizzies. in sneeze. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> do you always, when you sneeze, do you sneeze a certain number of times, or do yeah. you just sneeze once? I always sneeze three times. That's nice. Yeah, that's I hold in my sneezes like you're not supposed to, and barely let them out. So that's, I'll die of an aneurysm. That's called edging. <laughs> oh, wow! Give me more of them chew no, things. You're right. That's how I come every time. <laughs> <laughs> when you sneeze, that's how they do wow, it in that Indiana. Would be cool. If you hear me sneeze, it means I came. There's the rest of the bag for you. I think we have a, uh, I think we have a tagline for our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) If you hear me sneeze, it means I just came. Hide you candies now with extra sneeze. (laughs) I saw a unicorn um, cereal in Walmart, and it said artificially flavored. (laughs) Huh. Do you have any opinions about the um, Squatty Potty product and their use of the of the unicorn? It, was this was this a lawsuit? We can cut this. No, you know the thing with Squatty Potty. There's a couple of things that people will bring bring to my attention, mm-hmm. and the Squatty Potty had to have been brought to my attention uh, at least five hundred times, and maybe a thousand. Yeah. Like whenever there's a new Golden Girls product, people bring it to my attention, and that goes on for years. Um, so people are still pointing out Squatty Potty to me and posting mm. it on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know. You're over it. Uh, yeah. I mean, pooping is exciting, everyone, but. Sure is. Yeah. So people all have to point it out to us. And I don't know. I don't like equating my food with poop. So here you go. Do you have a canned response to those people or is it just a straight ignore? Uh, unfortunately, I, I, I can't. There's nothing clever left to say. So I, I say, oh, yeah, I've, I've seen that. <laughs> that- it's just like when customers come to the shop. <laughs> And they they say, or they would always say at the truck, and they do it to our, our staff too. They would before they ordered, they would say, "Hey, is the ice cream gonna make me gay?" And after the first twelve thousand times of that, I just started staring at them, and they would st- say that, and I would just stare at them, and sometimes it would go on for thirty seconds. Wow! And finally, they would say, "I'll have a salty pimp." <laughs> What am I going to say? There's nothing left to say. And I've told the staff that's the one time that they can just give up and not smile. When people say that, um, yeah, that's, no, you, you, that joke's been made. That's great. Good for you. Word to the wise. Yeah. Don't be an asshole. Come with some new material. Well, come with joy. Come ready to have a good time. Come ready to 
Yeah. Uh, is there cum in the ice cream? Does it make me gay? What? Is there cum in the ice cream? That yeah. doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. When I, I said something about Chick-fil-A in an article that Kim did for the Times, and there were a lot of angry people who <laughs> spammed our blog and stuff like that. And one of them was, shove an ice, why don't you shove an ice cream cone up your asshole? And I'm like, how do you do that? Wow. We had somebody leave a voicemail at one of the shops and said, hey, faggots, why don't you make creme brulee on your, um, my cock? And I thought, I, I want to do that. Sounds like an invitation. <laughs> All right. Give me the crack torch and let's, <laughs> let's caramelize it. Wow. Dum, da, dum, dum. Hey, Doug, I just wanted to let you know you won the game. Good job. What? You won the game. Lots oh, of fuck you. Thank you. <laughs> you won twice. <laughs> Doug, thank you for being our guest. It's a real joy. Thank you for ending this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Doug. Uh, Let's do some chewing tobacco and cut out. All right. Bye. 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 That's it for another episode of Carb Face. Please come back next week when we'll have another incredible guest. In the meantime, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or your podcast player of choice. I don't care. I love them all. If, if you need a recommendation, I'd recommend downcast but that's just me that's just me you do you but no matter what you do head on over to places like apple podcasts and rate us five stars it helps us be discovered by new listeners so if you love this podcast and i sure as fuck don't know why you wouldn't have loved this podcast get on over there rate us five stars and help new listeners discover us one more thing follow Lori on instagram and twitter she manages the Carb Face Pod accounts. She's doing God's work. God's work every single day. All right. See you next week. Bye.